Hello, and welcome to the Fail Spectacularly podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Kurkowski, and Fail Spectacularly is my phrase for 2021. I'm so glad you've joined me, and I'd like to begin by sharing a haiku, which encapsulates who I am in this moment in my life. I love haikus for their complex simplicity. You can say so much when you are limited with how many words or syllables can be used. It helps get down to the essence. I invite you to follow my podcasting journey. Along with meeting my fantastic guests, you'll get to know me, my professional background, my personal history, my many foibles, my intermittent wins. But for today, this is who I am. Little Miss Perfect now fails spectacularly, evolving forward. In 2020, I was introduced to the concept of having a word of the year. This word would be my guidepost, my persistent and at times loud reminder of what I wish to cultivate with this 365-day journey around the sun. My word was joy. Throughout the year, I kept coming back to this word, checking in like you would with a coach. Am I doing this right? Oops, can I get back on track? And even at times, hey, look how great that went. And I had many teammates helping me along the way. The people, places, and things in my life that helped me achieve this goal. Many not even knowing they were part of my internal game. An online group of supportive women a small piece of art, supportive friends, and the nourishing bit of land I recently moved to each cultivated my blossoming joy in their own ways. It was not always easy, but it was all worth it, as I repeatedly came back to the warm embrace of my word, joy. I was journaling one night as 2020 was coming to a close. My familiar struggle with enoughness was starting to win the tug-of-war game in my head, and my to-be word for 2021 sprang forth from the end of my pen. An excerpt from my November 2020 journal scribbling reads, Growth, like a weed through the crack in the pavement, takes effort, takes push, takes energy and commitment. Why am I so afraid of those things? I don't need to be. I can fail. What would happen if I set out to fail spectacularly? This actually left me feeling lifted, excited, with hope. Yes! Opening my body, mind, and heart to accepting failure as a part of the process, of being willing to take risks, big and small, and then learn from them. Whether they work out as intended or not, and welcoming the potentially beautiful unintended consequences of reaching for what it is I want in my, as Mary Oliver puts it, one wild and precious life. The rest of my journal entry reads like the blending of a self-declaration, an assignment from a life coach, and the thought reel of someone making out a grocery list. Here I am, ready to go out into this world and put my best foot forward, 
the right one, which is slightly larger than the left, and go for it. This feels scary and exciting. A roller coaster of a year that I can see right in front of me, waiting for me to grab on and go for the ride. I didn't want to fall back to my same self, to that old me that I know will be forever waiting in the wings, ready to console my mangled heart with the desolate words of false comfort. Oh, honey, I know it was tough. You were never perfect for that. Insert here. Task. Job. Person. Anyway. Better leave it up to someone else who will do it better. These are the words that have kept me playing small all my life. And for most of my years, I believed that voice. The fourth child of five, New England suburban culture weaned me from my mother's body with a steady diet of perfectionism and expectation. In my earliest memory of this phenomenon, I see myself on the short pile carpet of my fourth grade classroom with three or so classmates, unhappy with how our giant space shuttle drawing on four feet of newsprint was progressing. My inner disgruntled 84-year-old self suddenly materialized to offer some priceless advice that would become a self-sabotaging mantra. If I want this done right, I'll have to do it myself. I can feel the proud fanfare that any new baby receives. Oh, welcome to the world, little perfectionist. Here is your badge of isolation and lifelong self-doubt. Isn't it so cute how she tries so hard and yet feels like she's not going anywhere? Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Can't, can't, can't. Please note, I do not believe my parents intentionally partook in any of this delusioning, yet it pervaded my subconscious development from many sources. I've been afraid of failing most of my life. The young child desperate to skate, but afraid to fall on the ice. The adolescent yearning for a best friend, but afraid of judgment. The teen excited to drive, but afraid of that much responsibility behind the wheel. The adult growing ever more steadily in desire for companionship, but afraid to date as myself. I didn't have my first kiss until my freshman year in college. Since then, a 20-something year string of short-term relationships became a self-diminishing spiral in its own way. Six years in therapy for other struggles, and I still hadn't delved below the surface of my serial singleness. It's the opposite of what I desire, but failure is a formidable gatekeeper in this realm. Once my therapist sent me an image with a saying, even in pixelated black and white, part of my soul immediately resonated with the deeply buried feeling that stirred below. The quote said, jump and grow wings on the way down. Oh, that hit hard. That's asking a lot. It's asking for courage, for imagination, and for trust. Am I courageous enough to imagine that wings can spontaneously emerge? And do I trust that they will for me? 
fast forward to three months ago. As I reflected more in my new phrase for 2021, I decided to do this right. <laughs> Cue the tiny perfectionist over my shoulder. I thought about what it was that has held me back in the past and that unhinged a whole bunch of stuff that began to boil up quickly. So I switched direction to get me started on a more positive foot and began focusing on what it was that had been helpful for me last year with my word joy. I soon discovered in reflection that in this game of seeking and infusing joy into my life, I was both the athlete and the coach. I had set my own expectations, I made the rules, I organized the plays. But without my myriad teammates, I would not have been successful. But this time, instead of seeking teammates to help me directly with my ventures in failing, I thought I'd invite the people in my life to share candid conversations about how failure has shown up in their lives and what they've learned from it as a way to buoy me along my journey. I think I was looking for proof that what I was setting out to do was possible and that I wasn't crazy. Then, with an inspirational nudge from the universe prompting me to share the conversations with others, poof, the Fail Spectacularly podcast was born. And now here it is to offer insights and musings as we examine failing and explore how it is being leveraged to help us live into our most authentic selves. Preparing this podcast has been my first full foray into failing spectacularly. Exhibit A. I spent eight hours researching a $20 lapel microphone meant to enhance my audio quality. Can you tell? Only later to realize and be able to laugh at what just occurred. I am trying to put my best foot forward here, but not at the expense of less than ideally used time. And appropriate use of time can look very different for each of us. For me, I could have spent six of those eight hours on, say, calling a dear friend and writing 2,000 words for my book and enjoying a stroll on the local nature trail and still purchased a quality product suitable for my basic needs. To fail spectacularly is to reach for the long-held dream, to take the worthy risk, to create the healthy boundary, to open the guarded heart, to love yourself radically. With an eye to the balance between energy, time, and value. And I'm working to find this balance and how to know when to throw it out the window while I leap into the unknown world of trying with an open heart and open mind to discover what may come. For the past two weeks, I've been announcing my forthcoming podcast adventure with close friends and family, and recently with a few acquaintances. And it's generally met with one of two reactions. One, eyes widen, smile spreads, like the sun is rising upon their face. Wow, what a great topic! Or, this is so needed right now. Congrats! And go for it! Or two, the face contorts unwillingly into a quizzical fashion, attempts to hide their confusion, betraying their false tone. The lilting voice responds, interesting, 
What's it about? After only five times of this, I was unsure how much longer I wanted to play this peekaboo game of sharing excitedly and then adjusting my reply as their face revealed their authentic response. I was taking their fruitful or flat responses as a personal judgment of my character and my idea. But I realize now, there it is. I've already hit the magic button. They weren't reacting to me. They were reacting to that potent word I used. Just mentioning fail in my podcast title. And I've hit the shame trigger, the fear trigger, the enoughness trigger, and who knows what else for each of them. All with one word. Who in their right mind would want to explore failure, let alone celebrate or even attempt to leverage it? I invite you to be honest for a moment. Not with me or your nearby friends or family. Be honest with yourself. When you hear the word fail or the potentially more impactful adjective failure, What arises in you? There is never a wrong answer. Only awareness to be awakened to. Our society's relationship with failure is a complex one. And I don't pretend to know a lick about it professionally. However, I do believe that deeply embedded within a self-exploration of failing are so many treasures to explore. As they say, the shortest distance from here to there is straight through. So I'm pushing up my sleeves and digging right through the center of what scares me most and has held me back. I hope to root around in the darkness that lurks below this intrepid word and come up with gold that illuminates some sort of understanding. I hope to release the true me that has been trapped below decades of false beliefs. So this is my quest for the year 2021, to risk being enough, to risk being myself, to trade in my old paradigms and beliefs for something more, something that could give me wings to fly as I leap towards living fully into my most authentic self. And I invite you to join me.